Hi, I'm Beth Kuehl, your executive career coach and host of Breakthroughs, Smart Strategies for Business and Career Growth. Today, my guest is Dr. Katherine Brooks, the co-author of What Colors Your Parachute? Your Guide to a Lifetime of Meaningful Work and Career Success. With timeless advice, up-to-the-minute insights, and more than 10 million copies sold over 50 years, the world's most popular and best-selling career guide is fully revised and expanded for 2022. In today's challenging job market, and as recent grads face a shifting economic landscape and seek work that pays and inspires, as workers are laid off mid-career, and as people search for an inspiring work-life change, the time-tested advice of what colors your parachute is needed now more than ever. This new edition offers modern advice on the job hunt strategies that are working today, such as building an online resume, making the most of social media tools, and acing your virtual interviews. Building on the wisdom of original author Richard Bowles, this edition updates the famed flower exercise. It walks through, helps job seekers essentially walk through the seven ways of thinking about themselves and gets you to know yourself better. It demystifies the entire job search process from writing resumes to interviewing, networking, and negotiating your salary. It's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Katherine Brooks to Breakthroughs to discuss the newest addition to What Colors Your Parachute 2022. This is great. I'm really looking forward to it myself. Kate, could you explain why it's beneficial for readers to not only read the book, but then to follow up with using the workbook and doing the exercises, even if they're using a career coach, why would this be beneficial to them? Well, what it does is it gives you space to stop and really process the questions and ideas that are in the book. You know, Richard Bowles said when he first wrote What Color Is Your Parachute, he he focused on helping others understand themselves. That's what he wanted to do. But I think sometimes when you read a book, you just kind of read the book. And sure, you glance at the questions or the exercises, but you don't always take the time to do them. And this workbook is just about the exercises and making sure that you do stop and you learn to understand yourself before you hit the job market or before you go for that promotion. I truly believe that knowing oneself is the beginning to finding the right career and the right job fit. Could you explain in What Colors Your Parachute, every edition has this petal approach, literally a flower, and each petal represents a different facet of personal inventory, if you will, and how this could help people understand themselves better in terms of the workplace? Well, the flower does have the seven petals. And I think that, I, I think my understanding is that the flower just evolved because uh, there were these seven characteristics that, that we were looking at and a flower was a nice way to express that visually. Uh, but the petals can really be done in any order. And if you ever do a historical search of what colors your parachute, you will see that the petal order changes sometimes through different editions. And, and that, I think that speaks to the fluidity of the process where you you really start, maybe you want to start with your comfort zone, you know, picking one of the petals. The seven petals are the people that you're going to be working with, the working conditions that you're going to have around you, the salary you might be earning, the knowledge you have, the transferable skills you have, the places you want to live, and your overall purpose uh, in life. What is the meaning behind this all? And so any of those are valuable 
points to consider. So really, if I were doing this from scratch, I'd pick the pedal that resonated the most with me, either because it maybe it's the easiest one to do and I'm most comfortable with it, or maybe it's the most challenging. It's the one I really want the answers to. So you can do it in any order you'd like. When it comes to career transitioners and people who are aspiring leaders, what pedal would you say is the most essential tool that could help them actualize their potential? You know, I think my favorite in this book is pedal number three, which is the transferable skills. And the, it's, it's what he calls a crash course in skills, talents, abilities, and traits. And the way you get at that is through writing seven stories about yourself. And that sounds a little intimidating. And it, I suspect it might be the place in the workbook where many people put it away and say, yes, I'll do that some other day. Uh, so I would encourage you to, if you're looking at that area, I would encourage you to um, break it into small groups, uh, you know, maybe just do one short essay first and give it a try and give yourself some flexibility around that. Um, and one of the things I encourage um, my clients to do is to just write the title to their essay. So the essay about my, my, internship last summer or the essay about my role, my first role in leadership, you know, whatever you want to write about, just kind of make that list first and that can help you get started. And then you write the story and then you analyze the story and you look at what that story says about you in terms of personality trait or skills or knowledge or, or whatever it is you would like to convey through that story. And that's a critical piece that's so useful to encourage someone to write it down because through the coaching, we kind of expedite that whole process where I'll ask a person, you know, what, first of all, where, what was it, where were you working? People often start a story and they don't realize no one knows where, they're, where they were working, what they're talking about, because they might have a very technical role. So what was your role? What was your title? Where were you working at the mm -hmm. time? Where did you make a positive difference? Okay, so it, was there a problem that you solved? So I often think about character traits because behavioral science research points to specific traits that are consistently sought after by hiring managers. So, you know, that being said, I, I do think that you're, you know, really, this is a very useful part and something that you don't always get to do. And if anyone who's going for coaching will get so much more of their coaching if they sit down and answer these questions as you've instructed. So, so you write these stories. How do you help people pull out those traits? Well, there's actually a grid in the workbook that allows you to analyze it very logically, breaking it down by what does this story show? What skills did I demonstrate in this story? And it has you sort of break your story down about what was the challenge or the problem then what did, what did you do kind of step by step? And then what was the result of doing it? And what's the takeaway from that? So it's a very methodical way of working through those stories. Um, and I find that, you know, stories are memorable. They can be used in a variety of, of ways during an interview uh, or even in a cover letter, uh, obviously much shorter in a cover letter, but it's a way of giving some gravitas, some uh, weight to whatever it is you want to communicate about yourself. That's it's a great way of putting it. I you know, often think about you know, helping people kind of concretize these stories can sometimes be daunting for people to, to really synthesize what's the most important, the most essential 
to relate to a prospective employer. Um, so the first thing is to sit down and know yourself and then know what it was that you contributed in that particular environment. And then where does it come up that why does this matter to your prospective employer? I think you, you know, you've really um, expressed that very well. I mean, the story needs to be relevant. You know, you have to make the employer care. And so, you know, you may have this fascinating story, but if you can't relate it to the job that you're interviewing for, then it, it just is an interesting story and, and everybody just leaves it at that. So it, it, it needs to be uh, relevant. You need to practice it so that you've got a good length of a story. You don't want it to be too long or too short. And it needs to be interesting. There needs to be something about that story that is memorable or resonates with the employer. You know, I was doing an interview one time with a, a candidate for a career coaching position at another school where I was working. And one of my, I will never forget the story he told. In fact, I hired him partly because of the story, but he told this story of just getting out of college and he had a job interview in California. He was driving from Texas and halfway there, you know, he's a college student with no money and an old beat up car. The passenger door fell off the car. And so he had to stop and duct tape the door to the car and he made it to his interview and, and got the job. And I thought, what a wonderful story because you can immediately, first of all, it's very memorable. You can picture it, which is another characteristic of a great story. It's funny, so you remember that. But it also says a lot about him. I don't know if I would have had the gumption to put the door back on and duct tape it and keep driving. Um, yeah. You know, it tells you this is somebody who isn't easily uh, swayed from something. And when he has a goal and there's something he wants to achieve that's important, he will do what he needs to do to keep going. And he doesn't allow outside experiences to stop him. It's a very motivational story. If he were to tell that story to his students that he's coaching, I think it's something that they would identify with and they would understand he knows what it's like to not have a lot of money and you duct tape your, your door back on your car. Um, so I think that's the value of a good story is it just illustrates so many things in one simple few sentences. A hundred percent. That is a really great example. And I could see it also shows his you know, determination, his resourcefulness and to follow through. So, yeah. You know, and and he wants so that job. <laughs> yeah. Well, wants that job. Right. So, absolutely. When you go to write your story, What Color Is Your Parachute has a great paradigm to help you break down your transferable skills. But I also recommend thinking about it this way. What was the problem in that organization that you identified or that someone else asked you to fix? Try to qualify as clearly as possible what was broken. And that's the tension point in the story. Show the tension like in any great book or movie. There's always something that could have fallen apart. And the heroine or hero is that person. That's you who stepped in and fixed it and made a positive difference. It could be a process. It could be relationships with customers. It could be relationships internally. It could be increasing sales. So it could be qualitative or quantitative or both. But think about what was broken, how you came in with a creative fixed that either made your owner money, saved your owner money, or improved the culture in some way that improve the organization's ability to thrive. And that's your story, own it, and show joy when you talk about it. 
that's something I think where you could take the pedal approach or the pedal paradigm and make it come together real. And of course, if you need more support, that's where you go for a career coach. Um, and that's a lot of what I do with people is help them tease out that story and make sure it's concise, compelling, and authentic. And you'll really become more memorable that way. Okay, great. So now you have your compelling story and hopefully you've benefited from using the pedal approach from what colors your parachute. Now you want to take that story and tweak it so it's going to be meaningful and relevant to a prospective employer. So I'm going to offer some suggestions for networking strategies, and then I'm sure that Kate will have um, some that she can also add to this. But to start, one way to learn about your prospective employer is to check out their LinkedIn company page. And many of us already do this, but there's some particular strategies that I think are useful. When you go into the company page, check out to see what skills and expertise are valued. Then go and see who you have in common that might work there, that are connections of yours, either first or second connections. Also, join your alumni association and look for people who you admire and see if any of them belong to that or you know, are working for that company. So you kind of narrow it down. The more you narrow it down, the more you learn about the organization, their skills, their expertise that are valued, what their mission is, what their values are, and then you can begin to go to the next stage, which is to look to see at particular individuals who you admire, go into their profile and see what they did in terms of how did they get to the place where they are today? What were the steps that they took in terms of their education, certifications, and see what aligns with your background. And if there are gaps, that's okay too. Are you open to filling those gaps? Now you're almost ready for an informational interview, but then you can go one step further. And I encourage my clients to do one other thing, is to go and see what groups they belong to. And if those groups interest you and they align with your, you know, your, um, what you're hoping to shoot for, go ahead and try to join those groups in addition to your alumni association. But these virtual groups on LinkedIn, check out who their influencers are and, and model some of their, uh, their, their profile uh, into yours. And that doesn't mean copying and pasting, it just means seeing what you have in common. So when you go for an informational interview, you'll certainly have more to talk about. And then you can also go on Twitter and see what's top of mind. What are their acute pain points or core challenges, if you will, that the company's facing? So when you talk about your story and your transferable skills, you'll want to pull out what it is that you can do to help this prospective employer tackle their challenges. And that's what will make you more memorable. So Kate, could you add to, to this, uh, some of this, these ideas in terms of how to help people in, with networking strategies and finding the right job fit? Kate, could you add to this list of networking strategies? I'd love to hear what you have to say. Well, I think everything you've said is is absolutely accurate. You know, we do have the advantage of LinkedIn and being able to look up companies and being able to go on the website, read the About Us page to see what it says. And, you know, some companies are true to that About Us and, and other ones maybe not quite as close. But those are things you can figure out. I think a great question always to ask an interviewer if you are interviewing for a specific position uh, is who succeeds in this position? What are, what are the characteristics that you see that that make up the most successful people in your organization and see what they say and then see if you can't link to that in some way. So if they say, well, we think the people who succeed here are the creative types, you know, the idea people, 
then you want to, I hope you've got a story in there that you're going to be able to talk about the time that you either came up with an idea or whether you helped a, a team you were on come up with an idea or a solution to a problem. We are lucky to have social media and having access to all this wealth of information. And so being able to look up some of the employees at the organization, see what sorts of things they post on LinkedIn and on other social media, going to the company's website to the About Us page, which they often indicate what their what their values are, their philosophy is, maybe their mission statement, things like that, where you can start to get an idea of what this company views as important. And then when you're in your interview, you can always ask the employer, um, who has succeeded in this role in the past? Or what do you see as successful characteristics needed for this role? And then depending on what they say, you can respond accordingly. So if they say something like, well, we think the best people here are self-starters, you know, people who see what needs to, to be done and they start doing it. Well, you're going to want to then think back, where have I been a self-starter and how do I, what story do I want to tell about that? Where either I started something on my own independently or whether I got a team together and did that. So focusing on what the employer says they are seeking and then looking for ways to connect the dots between what you have done in the past and what they are seeking. And that's where the beauty of transferable skills is because your experience in the past may not be directly related to the position you're applying for, but there are so many commonalities in terms of the skills or the competence that you have demonstrated that you'll be able to show would apply to this new role. Well, Kate, it is so much fun talking with you. And, and the way you just explained that is really absolutely the, the right path, the right um, modality for people to, to take. And I, you know, I just shoot a lot, a lot of praise for what colors your parachute um, it's it's about job hunting and career changing, but it's also like Kate said initially about figuring out who you are as a person and what you really want out of life. And Kate, you've done a fantastic job um, with this new edition, and I will make sure that there's a link in the podcast notes to make it easy for people to find uh, the book. And it's available just about anywhere you buy books. Um, and it's really, I think, one of the first job hunting books on the market that's still arguably the best and indisputably the most popular. So congratulations. And it's been great talking with you. Thank you so much, Beth. It's been great talking with you as well. I've really enjoyed this. For those of you who'd like to buy What Colors Your Parachute, it's available most anywhere you buy books, but I'll make sure to have a link in my podcast notes. So if you're interested in getting a guide to a lifetime of meaningful work and career success, you'll be able to find it easily in the podcast notes or anywhere you buy books. And for those who might be in college or know someone who's in college who'd like advice as well of how to go from school to career, I'll make sure to leave a link to that edition as well in, in my podcast notes. Also, co-authored by Katherine Brooks and Richard Bowles. Thanks for listening.